0: Hello and welcome back to the podcast Discipleship in Challenging Times. My name is Peter Morden and I'm privileged to serve Cornerstone Baptist Church here in Leeds. The title of this reflection is Open Heart Surgery and we are looking at 1 Samuel chapter 16 verses 1 to 13. You might think that heart surgery is a more recent thing and that you don't find it in the Bible but with a little bit of creative thinking I think that it's here in 1 Samuel chapter 16. Let's come to our good and gracious God our wonderful Lord in prayer. Lord we thank you that you work on our hearts. We thank you for the measure of physical health that we have and if we believe we have a healthy heart, we thank you for that. But we also want healthy hearts in the Bible's terms, hearts that are inclined towards you. Our wills, our emotions, fixed on you. Speak to us through your word today. And help us to have healthy hearts, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. So 1 Samuel chapter 16 and verse 1 to 13. Just to fill in a little bit of the gap before we plunge in with the reading. The people of God do indeed get a king such as all the other nations have. That king is Saul. And it is a bit of a disaster. And so plan B is put into operation, which actually was always God's plan A. And Samuel goes in 1 Samuel 16 to anoint David. We pick up the reading from verse 1. The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, since I have rejected him as king over Israel? consecrate yourselves and come to the sacrifice with me. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. When they arrived, Samuel saw Eliab and thought, Surely the Lord's anointed stands here before the Lord. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height, For I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance. But the Lord looks at the heart. Then Jesse called Abinadab and made him pass in front of Samuel. But Samuel said, The Lord has not chosen this one either. Jesse then made Shammah pass by, but Samuel said, Nor has the Lord chosen this one. Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel, but Samuel said to him, The Lord has not chosen these. So he asked Jesse, Are these all the sons you have? There is still the youngest, Jesse answered. He is tending the sheep Samuel said, Send for him. We will not sit down until he arrives. So he sent for him and had him brought in. He was glowing with health and had a fine appearance and handsome features. Then the Lord said, Rise and anoint him. This is the one. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers And from that day on, the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. Samuel then went to Ramah. Well, we have the call and anointing of David in verse 12. But where I want to focus, especially today, is verse 7. The Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Eliab, who was standing before Samuel, was doubtless a fine physical specimen of a man. We imagine him as tall and strong, All the sorts of things that someone might look at and say, yeah, this guy is great. He is perfect material for a king. But God's word is clear and incisive. People may look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. David was not unattractive. We read that in these verses. But the key thing is that his heart was right, whereas Eliab's wasn't. How do we reflect on this for today? Well, I want to suggest two things. First of all, in terms of church life especially, but also Christian service much more broadly, what's the criteria that we use When we are choosing leaders, I have a suspicion that we look quite often at the outward appearance, in a sense at least. Physical strength, well that may be a factor, but intellectual ability, giftedness, those are the things that we consider when we are selecting leaders. And those things are are not unimportant. If someone has a, a strong mind, then that is fantastic and that can be used in the service of the kingdom. If God has given particular gifts, whether they are natural attributes or spiritual gifts, really they're all spiritual, but whatever they may be, those are great and they should be used in God's service. But it's the heart, that really counts. Gifts on the one hand, godliness on the other. Well, I've seen enough to know which I would choose if I was forced to choose. For gifts without godliness can wreck churches, wreck lives, wreck ministries. What criteria do we use when we are choosing leaders? In the pastoral epistles, Paul sets out different criteria and some of them for sure are to do with gifts, but many, many of them are to do with heart. Let's change our thinking from worldly thinking to godly thinking and when we are selecting leaders, when we are choosing people for particular tasks, when we are discerning a call, let's not look at the outward appearance primarily Rather, let's pray about the heart. And the second thing and where I want to end up today is a question about ourselves. What about our own hearts? Perhaps God wants to come to us today and perform open heart surgery. When we open our hearts to him, what is there? Sometimes in God's work in the Christian life, we can serve merely out of a sense of duty. Our hearts aren't as healthy as maybe they once were. Our motives, our devotion, our love to God, they've grown cold. May God come and work in our hearts today. May God come and warm us up once again. May we have a heart that beats for God. May we be people of integrity, growing in godliness, growing in holiness. It's a challenge to all of us, but particularly if you are gifted, particularly if you have been called as a leader of God's church, perhaps as a pastor, particularly if you have a position in wider society. Don't rely on gifts. Don't rely on abilities. Don't rely on the outward appearance. Make sure that your heart is open before God and make sure that it's right. Do we have healthy hearts? Or does God need to do some heart surgery on us? Let's pray together. Lord, we lift before you Christian leaders up and down the land and indeed globally. We pray for leaders who have right hearts before you. Men and women of integrity of faith, men and women who are the same in private as they are in public. Lord, we pray against gifts without godliness. We lift before you our leaders and pray that they would be growing in the practice of both, the practice of gifts, using their gifts, may the muscle That is, their spiritual gift be strong and get stronger through regular use. But Lord, also may they be growing in godliness. And Lord, for ourselves, yeah, help us to use our gifts in your service. But Lord, our hearts are open to you. We pray for your forgiveness and your cleansing for the times that we've gone wrong. And because Our love sometimes grows cold, weak and faint. Forgive us, O Lord, and strengthen us by the Holy Spirit. May our hearts be pumping strongly, beating strongly, and beating for you. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.